This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. Hey, Cody here, and welcome to the Dude Fuel Podcast, the very first podcast here in January of 2020. Today, we're going to talk about being a game changer. We're going to talk about being the change that you want to see in the world yourself, you becoming that change. And really, this was sparked because of something that I saw online that made me really angry. And I'm going to ask you a question today as well. What makes you angry? And when I say angry, I'm not talking about something trivial. I'm not talking about when you step on your kid's Hot Wheels car on the floor with your bare feet for like the 60th time or a Lego. Legos are the worst, right? I'm not talking about that kind of trivial anger. But what sort of, you know, injustice in the world really makes you angry? Where do you get stirred up and revved up when you see the absence of something that you believe should be in the world? And this, I think, answering this question is how you can be a game changer. Why should you be that, right? You don't have to call it a game changer. If that's too hype before you call it something else, okay? What I'm saying is you can make a difference in the world, and that's what we're going to talk about today on the podcast, okay? So here's what I know. We tend to think someone else will do it when the reality is maybe not. There's something called the bystander effect that you may be familiar with. If you've ever taken a CPR class, they talk to you about the bystander effect. It basically goes like this. You look around and you see a situation, you see need, right? Like somebody collapses in the middle of the restaurant you're eating in. And in the human mind, it's not that you're a bad person, it's not that you're a lazy person. In the human mind, all of these calculations are being made, and a lot of times errors are made. We have things like confirmation bias, and we have this thing called the bystander effect. And the bystander effect says, whoa, I don't know what's going on here. I bet somebody else will handle it. So when you take a CPR class, they actually teach you that hey, if you see something happening, you need to assume, unless you see someone else actually going to perform CPR, you need to assume you're the person. You're the guy, right? You're the dude, you're the chick, you're the person who has to get down there and do CPR unless you see somebody already moving on it. And then they teach you something else. They teach you to, of course, call 911. But very specifically, as I did my, um, you know, um, American uh, uh, Red Cross CPR certification, and they said, You have to find somebody specific and you have to look them in the eye and you have to say, you, call 911 now, right? And that seems really weird. Like somebody just collapsed in a restaurant. We all know this is a serious situation. We're all intelligent humans. Um, The vast majority of us aren't psychopaths. We don't want someone else to die. We have empathy. We care. Why would you have to look at somebody and point at them and say, you, Call 911 now and talk to them as if they're a two-year-old. It's because of the bystander effect. In the same way that we might think somebody else is going to perform CPR, we also have this tendency to think someone else is going to call 911. Um, And the fact of the matter is, it may not happen. Somebody may not call. Or they may wait a really long time before calling. So when you say, hey, you call 911, you're you're giving them a direct command and very few people are going to be like, no, I'm not going to call 911. I see this person in need and I just don't care. Almost nobody is going to do that. I mean, seriously. So this is why they teach you that. Point at them, say, you call 911 now. 
If you don't do that, you leave it up to chance. Maybe somebody will call 911, maybe they won't. And again, I wanna remind you, this is not because you're in a room full of bad people. It's not even that you're in a room full of lazy people. I mean, if somebody collapses in the middle of wherever you are, that's gonna jar everybody so that now their full attention is focused on this person that's just collapsed. It's not something you see every day. It's obviously a dire situation but they need that sort of push. And I wanna give you that sort of push today as well. Because here's what I know, there are a lot of you out there who have great ideas for how to change the world, but you're standing around. And you might be standing around because you think somebody else is gonna do it. I'm here to tell you, if you have a vision in your heart, you might be the one. If you don't do it, it is very possible that nobody else is gonna do it, and that we, the world, society, all of us, humanity, is going to miss out on whatever it is that you're wanting to do. That nonprofit that you're wanting to start, start it. That business you're wanting to start, get going, right? That great idea you have for a t-shirt company or marketing a product online or revolutionizing, you're revolutionizing uh, uh, healthcare, right? Or, or um, the childcare industry or education. Whatever it is, you might be the one. And I want to encourage you today and give you a push and say, you be the one. We have these little uh, posters at the, the school that I teach at outside some of the classrooms. It says, be the change that you want to see in the world. Be the change. And I want to encourage you today to be the change because you might be the one. You might be the only one. And we all might miss out unless you decide to step up. And that's what I mean by being a game changer. You're that person who you step up. You change the game. You change the universe. You can change people's lives by bringing your vision out of your heart and putting it into the world. I want to encourage you today to do that, to be a game changer. Okay, that, I mean, that to me, that's where my passion is at, right? It's a big part of what I do. It's why I do the podcast. Stir people up, get them motivated, get them inspired, right? But you know what? Motivation and inspiration means absolutely nothing if you don't do something with it. If you sit around and you're like, I'm so inspired, I'm so motivated, but you never actually allow the rubber to hit the road, we all miss out. Do you hear me saying that? We all, like society, all of humanity misses out when you don't bring your gift to us. You, you got a gift, my friend. Yes, you do. Okay, sorry, De Niro. You do have some sort of gift. Um, even just in the uniqueness that you bring to the table, there is no one else on this planet who is exactly like you, even if you have an identical twin. There's no one on this planet that is exactly like you. You are unique, and so you bring something unique to the table. And that's why I say you may be the one. In fact, I tend to think that you are the one, that you have something to bring to the world that nobody else can bring. Okay, so motivation, inspiration is great, right? <clears throat> How do you actually do this? What you need is something called clarity, right? You need clarity, and to get clarity, <laughs> hold this over here, to get clarity, you need paper and pen. Now Microsoft Word is great and typing is great, but nothing in my book, in my opinion, nothing beats a good old fashioned journal and a pen. This is my favorite pen, by the way, it's a gel pen. Ah, teachers, right? We love pens and markers, uh, dry erase or otherwise, and highlighters. 
It's my favorite highlighter right here. This brand right here is the Sharpie brand, the fat yellow uh, you know, uh, uh, highlighter. Okay, it's not a treatise on pins though. Get you some good old fashioned paper and a good old fashioned pen, or it can be a new fancy one if you want. And write down your vision starting today of what you wanna see. If you see that there's a problem and you see that there's a need, let's say uh, with, with uh, adoptive care, right? With children who are in the foster care system. If you see that need and you have a vision to change that, write down how you're going to change that, what you wanna do. And if you can't start there, let me just step you through this process here. Okay, because this, this is a real process that I use. Uh, my mentor taught me this years ago. It's a, it's a valuable process. So step one, you wanna write out the change that you wanna see. What is it that you wanna see in the world? Um, you know, where are we at now and where do you wanna take us, right? What do you want to see changed? Step number two is for you to write down how you plan on changing it. And a lot of people struggle with this step. I'll give you a pro tip. Uh, it really helps sometimes to step outside of yourself and sort of look at yourself as a, as a, as a third party. Look at yourself as if you're someone else and think, how could a person hypothetically fix this problem? Because when we tend to think, how can I fix the problem? The issue we run into is our own limited belief, uh, limiting beliefs and our, our limiting mindset. We tend to think, well, uh, I can think of ways that the problem could be solved, but I'm not sure that I can solve them. And we move into this sort of judgment mode where we're trying to judge our solution. But what I want you to do is get a solution on paper. So not only write out what you want to see accomplished and how you want to see the world changed, but write out how you can or how a person could change that situation and be as specific and detailed as possible. And the third step or the third part to this process, I think is the most critical. It was the one that uh, it meant the most to me when my mentor shared it with me. And that is to write out the obstacles and the things that could get in your way and could prevent you from actually making this change. And this should be a long list. It should be incredibly thorough. And it should be uh, very specific as well. So you shouldn't just write down, uh, I may not have enough time, right? In general, we all know that time is a problem. I may not have enough money. In general, we all know that money can be a problem. Better things to write down would be like, uh, I may not be able to motivate people to give me the financial support I need. I might not be able to get a line of credit large enough to get this thing off the ground. I may not be able to manage my current responsibilities effectively along with this other project right? My schedule may get in the way. I may need to deconstruct it. I may need to find some creative time. I may need to, you know, limit some other things. So you're looking at what can get in your way and then thinking about how you can overcome those obstacles one by one by one by one. And if you don't do this third step or this third part, then you really don't set yourself up for success. Because here's what ends up happening. True story, real talk. You get into it and you start working toward that change you want to see in the world and then an obstacle appears. Now, the human mind, when we see obstacles, here's how our brain works, okay? I'm gonna tap into my psychology degree a little bit here. The way the human mind works is when we come up with an obstacle, it stops us. We kind of stop like, like a deer in the headlights, okay? And it, it totally throws us off track. 
And often it throws us so off track, we're so bewildered and unsure, like what is this thing in front of me, that our brain says, mm, I don't know that it's worth the cognitive energy that is required in order to overcome this obstacle. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to leave it. Because I'm looking at this obstacle in front of me and it's not a saber-toothed tiger that's about to eat me, that's about to devour my soul <laughs> right now. So it can wait until later. And your mind will procrastinate and put it on the back burner, or it will completely say, oh, we hit a roadblock, that's too hard, give up. And when we feel like that, right, when we feel like we're thwarted, uh, this is what is called frustration. Frustration is when we have a series of obstacles and we don't know how to overcome them. Or we've tried to overcome them, but we failed. Or we feel like we can't overcome them. Any of those scenarios leads to what's called frustration, which is a very familiar emotion. But um, I hadn't really broken down frustration until I, I took uh, one of my psychology classes in, in, in college. And we talked, we broke down exactly what makes people frustrated. And it's, it's not being able to attain the goal that you want. Um, it's feeling that there's an obstacle you can't overcome or actually hitting a physical limit and not knowing how to overcome it, right? If we hit an obstacle, we know how to overcome it, it's no problem. And this is why I told you in part three here that you need to not only write out what could get in your way, but how you can overcome that obstacle when or if it comes up. This is what game changers do. They have a vision for the world and then they go and they make that vision happen. I'm really pumped up today because I have seen a problem uh, that gets me excited. Uh, and it gets me a little bit angry that there's no solution to this problem and uh, I'll just be a little bit mysterious and I won't share with you what it is because it doesn't matter. It's not about my problem. It, this is about you, right? But I, I'm just sharing with you that this is why I'm so passionate about this. There's so much need in the world and you can be a part of, of changing the world, right? Of being the change that you want to see in the world because if you just assume somebody else is going to do it, it may not get done due to that bystander effect. And why leave it to someone else when you have the power and capability within yourself to do something about it? Why not start and why not start today? That's the thought I want to leave you with today. Hey, get out a pen, get out uh, you know, some paper and write down these three parts. Be the change you want to see in the world team. Okay, write down what you uh, want to see, how you could go about doing it or how a person could and then what are the obstacles and how can you overcome them. If you line out these three parts, I promise you you'll have a greater chance of success. Okay. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, as always, this podcast is dedicated to you. It's dedicated to your success. I thank you so much for listening today, my friends. If you haven't yet subscribed to the Dude Fuel podcast, hey, I hope you'll consider doing that today, as well as sharing one of these episodes that means a lot to you, an episode that you love with someone you love. I'm Cody Ray Miller. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to speaking with you again uh, on another episode very soon.